Hey friend, before we get into today's episode, I have a question for you. Actually, I have a couple. Do you long to let go of expectations, obligations, and distractions? Do you long to live with more peace, presence, and purpose? And do you wish you could do less and live more? Then I want to invite you to a new mini course called Do Less, Live More. It's going live in September, and then you'll be able to access it via replay. On it, I'll give you my five-step roadmap to get you on your way to doing less of what doesn't matter so you can live more of what does. But seats are limited, so make sure to go and get your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. In the course, you'll learn how to clarify your one thing to focus on that will make the biggest difference in your life. You'll learn to create space and break free from the distractions. And you'll learn to commit to creating a plan and taking action on the right things. Do you want to reach your destination and enjoy the journey? Then you don't want to miss out on this. Remember, we'll be live in September, and after that, replays will be available. So go get all the info and your ticket at lissafiggins.com forward slash more. Now let's get to today's episode. Hey friend, it's Lissa. I'm so glad you're tuning in to another episode of Repurposed After 40 where we help women like you stop doing to exhaustion and start being with expectation to live a life by design as that goal achieved girl. So what's a girl to do to stop emotional eating, to understand her emotions and shift her mindset so she can end her struggle with overweight and overwhelm. That's what we're going to rethink on this episode. But first, if you're a recovering to do list girl like me, I want to offer you a gift. It's my new goal achieved girl to be list. The simple daily routine will help you be that goal-achieved girl today, instead of striving to be her one day. Sound like a better plan? Get ready to achieve your goals faster than you'd expect. And that's not all. Grab yours at lissafiggins.com forward slash B, or click the link in the show notes, and be watching your inbox for a bonus gift I have for you. Now let's rethink your eating. to my friend, Teresa. Teresa Vermillion is a lighter life coach and the author of the book, Micro Shift. What I love is that when she was a physical trainer, she noticed that just diet and exercise was not enough for most people to reach their health and weight goals. And really there was this emotional component that was not getting the attention that it needed. And so she now has developed programs and, and uh, supports women to help you to have the tools you need to really understand your emotions and to shift your mindset so that you can end that struggle once and for all with being overweight and overwhelmed. So Teresa, this is such a fun topic, um, but I want to hear a little bit more about you and your journey um, and how you got to where you are today in serving people. So introduce yourself and just tell us a little bit about you know, how you've come to this place of, of helping women in this area. Well, thank you. Um, yeah, I am Teresa Vermillion and thank you for having me on. Um, and I think I love it. I appreciate you asking about my journey because it really is um, how I got to where I am. So yeah, we had, uh, I was teaching elementary school and we started moving for my husband's job at the same time we started having kids. So I had three kids and several moves in just a few short years and you know, that next thing you know, you're taking care of everybody else. I'm overweight. I'm overwhelmed. I don't know how to make changes, even if I wanted to make changes. And I can't, 
stop the world long enough to figure out how to change. And uh, eventually, you know, the kids got into grade school and it was like, okay, I can do something. Um, but, you know, it was, um, you still wanted to be there to be able to take care of everybody. And so I became a certified personal trainer because I knew it would force me to walk the talk. And then um, I always, you know, I did, I really enjoyed that kind of knowledge and study and, and movement and how it all works together. And yeah, from there, just keeping that certification current, I became a certified health coach, which was also very exciting. And then my world opened up to this coaching world of um, dealing with things we don't even realize we haven't dealt with. You know, it's like when we're snapping at our kids or our husbands, which we never mean to do, but like where, what's triggering that, why we can't stop, why we can't stay on our diets. And, you know, not only are they I'm sure we'll get into like, you know, the fact that they're restricting calories and things like that, but it's not that we can't stay on our diets. It's like, we're not dealing with how we're feeling. So we just try to numb that with emotions. Um, I'm getting way ahead of myself. So um, yeah, the life coaching piece I just found works really beautifully. If we could talk about why we're eating, because we all know what to eat. We don't have to read articles. We can read headlines and we know what to eat and what to not eat, Right. So that's clearly not the issue or we wouldn't still have an obesity problem in this country. Yes. I find that so often we know, like you said, we know what to do, right? But we don't do it. And so there's this knowing doing gap. And I love the fact that that's where you are going is to what's that gap? Because you're right. I think every single person right now who's listening to this could list off all the things they should be eating and all the things they probably shouldn't be eating. And yet that doesn't always change things when we're in the moment to make those decisions. Right. So I love the fact that we're coming to the mindset because I truly believe with everything that we do, it's about having that right mindset that drives our actions. Yes. So yeah. Let's dive into that. Yeah. Yeah. We always have all of the things you brought up that I want to start with is the fact that as women, we tend to take care of everyone else before ourselves. Mm. So let's talk a little bit about how that may lead into this kind of a mindset or, or a woman getting to the place like where you were, where all of a sudden you're looking at yourself going, wow, I really am not in the health and shape that I want to be. Um, but I don't know how to stop the world uh, with everything that I'm doing. So why do you think that is such an issue for women? And, you know, what do we do when we're feeling in that place where it's like, I don't have time for me. It's about, you know, I just have all these people to serve and, and, uh, and we're in that big, sometimes a victim mindset. Mm, yeah, that's a really good way to describe it. Um, and well, you and you simply said it a few minutes ago. It that is in our minds. We, there's it's it, the, like there's the reality piece of it because reality is we've got kids to take care of, you know. And at the same time, if we're thinking this is too hard, I'm overwhelmed. There's too much to do. I can't food prep. I don't have time to figure out what to do. Well, those, those are all thoughts Mm. within our minds. And if we choose to believe those, then that's where we're going to stay. And if we choose to be like, I'm going to figure this out is baby steps. Like one of the the stories I'll share with people. So, you know, I used to do when I would do the grocery shopping for my family, you like run through the produce, pick up apples and bananas and oranges, carrots and keep going. And how much I didn't even realize it's, you know, but over time, over time, I realized my I spend so much time in the produce area. I'll pick out new things. I'll load my grocery cart. will be half full with produce. That didn't happen the first week I decided to change anything, you know, but 
realizing like, oh, not only, you know, you follow the people and you pick up tidbits and you try things and, and we're still doing that. So that's fun too. It's interesting because it takes the same amount of energy to pick up the bag of apples from the produce section as it does to pick up the package of cookies off that shelf. So, you know, I think sometimes we think, oh, this is just a really hard thing, or I I don't know that I have, I can do this, or I have the bandwidth for this. And yet it really is just, am I choosing this or am I choosing this and making a a choice in the direction that we want to go? Would you agree? Yes, a hundred percent. And I'll tell you, I mean, let's be super honest. Like I have this figured out, but I'm still not, don't have it figured out. You know, I'm still learning. I'm still growing. I still, I don't follow this a hundred percent of the time. It's not like I've, you know, but for, you know, and for an example, my own mentality, you'd be like, okay, I really want a salad, but I'm starving right now. And it takes too long to cut, to chop lettuce and make a salad. I'm going to rip open a bag of chips because that's fast and I'm hungry now. Or you pour that glass of wine because, um, you know, sometimes we are hungry, you know, and, and so we go to the things, you know, the wine first, because we don't realize we're hungry or we're tired. Sometimes it is a physical trigger, not always an emotional trigger, but yeah, it's like we want to do the quick fix. Yes. Just to deal with what we've been dealing with all day. And so like, no, it doesn't take that long. You know, shifting that thought, it does not take that long to cut up lettuce. Mm. And I'll be so much happier and fuller longer and feel better about myself. Cause I know, I, you know, gave my body what it needed. Exactly. Than doing the quick, like, okay, but I'm just going to eat chips until my salad's ready. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which isn't going to happen if we continue with that mindset. And that's why I love about how you talked about, you know, just like how, what are we telling ourselves? If we're telling ourselves it's hard, then yeah, we're not going to feel like we have the time or the energy to do that. But if we're like, Hey, eating healthy is easy. And that's the mindset that we go into it with, then it's going to be a lot easier to do. One of the things I love doing is I like having, you know, things simple. Like, so, I mean, I'm almost pretty boring. I have the, almost the exact same thing for breakfast every day and lunch every day. Dinner always, you know, changes up. But for me, when I can take the decision fatigue out of my life, one less decision I have to make. In fact, I make my protein shake for breakfast the night before when I, right when I wash, you know, all the dishes from dinner, it's right there. So I just make it, stick it in the fridge. And then in the morning, there literally is nothing faster than me opening the fridge and grabbing that. So maybe it's, you know, cutting up the lettuce ahead of time or cutting up the veggies, you know, for a couple of days ahead and, and just having it as, as easy as a grab, it's as easy to grab and go as it is the bag of chips. Right. 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 But how many of us say, I don't have time to food prep. Yeah, we, we do. That's a thought too, Mm -hmm. you know, or I can't spend all Sunday afternoon food prepping for the week. It's a great idea. And if it works for you, that's great. And I, you know, and that goes to two, find what works for you. Mm -hmm. It's It's not. we do make it harder than it has to be also because, you know, by saying, well, that's a great idea. I remember listening to a podcast once and this girl saying, you, you know, do this and do that. And, that. and, and, and I'm, it was almost felt contradictory because her point was you can do all the things and you can't take care of yourself. But I'm like, did you just hear how many things, you know, you wanted us to do to make our lives better. I was like, Oh, it was interesting. And yet, how often do we have an all or nothing mentality? Well, if I don't have time to do it all and prep it all, then I'm not going to do anything. And I think sometimes like what I hear you saying is just do something, you know? So for example, maybe you'll just make two of something when you're making it one day, because it's the same amount of time and effort to make two of it as it is one. And then you stick it in the fridge. So it doesn't have to be like your whole entire week is prepped and labeled and, you know, 
and sitting there, maybe it's just, Hey, while I'm cutting tomatoes, I'm going to cut more than we need for tonight's salad. And then I'll have some for the next time I want some. So yeah, yeah. you're right. And we do, we get stuck in that all or nothing or, or that, that idea of perfect. Like, Oh, I already, you know, I ate a cookie after lunch. I might as well Mm. enjoy whatever I want the rest of the day and start again tomorrow. You know, realizing every moment. Is that it, becomes a, it becomes a landslide, right? Like when we have that kind of mentality, I like to say, what's your next healthy choice? It doesn't matter what choices you made up until right in this very moment. What's the next healthy choice you can make and then just make it. Mm-hmm. And then when you're ready for the next time that you're going to put something in your mouth, then make the next healthy choice and, you know, go from there. So let's talk about like what you talked about, like having the cookie after lunch, you know, because we have those times when, you know, we have the cravings or we think we need something or it's good. We think it's going to make us feel better. And mm-hmm. so let's talk about the emotions maybe that might be tied to that so that we're understanding um, maybe why we might be feeling that way. And then we can make more of an educated decision about whether or not having that is going to, you know, help our help how we feel. Yeah, hundred percent. Because I think that we're so hard on ourselves as women you know, we have these wonderful goals. We're out there crushing life, taking care of our kids and families and everything. And yet we're so hard on ourselves, mm-hmm. um, you know, and feel like we're not really reaching our goals. And uh, so a lot of times that mentality piece, um, it's usually a trigger, right? A lot of times our thoughts are our triggers. Like we said, like, well, you know, I'm going to have, I don't want to hurt somebody's feelings. I'm going to have a piece of birthday cake. And then, you know, it's that landslide or, um, you know, I mean, social media is triggering. I mean, look, just all of the emotions we have in a day, whether somebody we love says something that, that's hurtful or, um, you know, somebody cuts us off in traffic or, you know, whatever, or we snapped at our kids when we didn't mean to, and we feel horrible about it all day long. It's knowing, being aware of those emotions. Most women our age were raised with a mentality of, Suck it up, buttercup. You don't get to feel your emotions. You have to be tough. You have to put down your big girl panties, whatever we were told. Um, you know, the, to, and so we don't get to express that. Like we don't know how to feel sad or mad or angry. And then it comes out, you know, in a way, or we receive it in a way that things weren't intended. And then we're just triggered. We don't even know we're triggered. We just are. And that feels uncomfortable. It doesn't feel good to feel hurt on our bodies or have emotional pain. This is, we don't even realize that's what we're doing. We want to feel better. So we go eat the chocolate, have the wine, get on social media, anything that's going to keep our brains from understanding work. We have emotional pain in our bodies. You know, I used to really think that like, since we were taught to just shock, you know, not feel those feelings. If you think of a two-year-old that's having a temper tantrum and how old were we were taught, you're not allowed to have temper tantrums, right? Now, it's probably a good thing we don't have adults going around having temper tantrums. And at the same time, we were taught you can't feel your emotions instead of, instead of being taught a healthy way to express those. Exactly. And so, um, yeah, that comes out then is trying to um, not even realizing like, oh, the, oh, so I think I was going to talk about how un, feeling uncomfortable or feeling emotional pain in our bodies for whatever reason I thought was bad because we weren't supposed to feel our feelings. Right. And so you think you're bad if you feel something negative and that's what we would describe as negative really it's, and emotions are neither negative nor positive. They just are. And if we allow them, if we just sit in the shit for a minute, as we like to say, if we allow ourselves to have those uncomfortable 
uncomfortable emotions, in about 90 seconds, they pass. Exactly. Hey, friend, just wanted to push pause to say, I see you. You keep doing more, thinking that one day you'll be that girl who has the life you desire, but you only make incremental progress and you're exhausted, right? There's an easier and faster way to achieve your big goals. Come join my free Goal Achieve Girls Live on Purpose Facebook community. Together, we'll discover how to shift the thoughts and habits that got you where you are to the ones that will take you to where you want to be. Inside the group, you'll find coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to design your life. Not to mention a great community of amazing women just like you wanting to live repurposed too. Just click the link in the show notes to learn more and to come join us. Now back to our conversation. It's like, you know, I had a moment yesterday morning where I was missing my dog again. And I was like, and that sucked. But I just like, you know, let's just sit with it for a minute and feel sad. Right. And I have to say emotions are the signs, like on your dashboard of your car, if you're driving down the road and one of those lights comes on, you know, gas is low or check engine or windshield wiper fluid is out or whatever. It doesn't, you know, it's, it's, it's telling you what's going on inside of the vehicle. And so we should respond appropriately. Right. I mean, if it says you're low on gas, then, you know, you deciding to go fill your windshield wiper fluid isn't going to help the problem uh, that, you know, that, that, that little uh, flashing, you know, bulb was showing you. And so, but so often we think that food or drink or things like that are going to fix our emotional problems and are going to make us feel better. And maybe in the moment, there's that little bit of, oh, this cupcake just is so amazing or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. But, you know, usually an hour from then, it, you know, it did not fix anything or probably back into that same emotion. Or by then we've, you know, kind of one thing has led to the next with choices. And so then we're feeling different emotions about the choices we've made and where that's, where that's going. So I always like to say, think about like, how will you feel about this choice an hour from now, or, you know, even tomorrow morning? Um, Because oftentimes I think as women, especially we just make emotional decisions based on how we feel in the moment and are not always thinking about, yeah, what, what, what is this going to look like tomorrow? Right. Uh, right. Yeah. That's one of the things we talk about with, you know, I talk about with my clients. It's like borrow from your future self, your mm. feet, the girl you want to become in six months, you're feeding her today. Yes. What does she look like? Who is she? You have, you know, give her today what you need to become that person that you're trying to become. Yeah. I love that because just like with finances, every time, you know, you go to your bank account, you're either making a, you know, a, a, you're either withdrawing or you're making a deposit. And so of course, what your account looks like after six months is going to be dependent on the fact, you know, how many deposits, how many withdrawals you had and, uh, and what kind of choices you made. And the same thing is true with our health. If we want to have that good health, I'd like to call her our goal achieved self, right? Like what would she do? Say, thankfully, what would she tell you today? Knowing that she wanted you to be able to be in that place, you know, six months from now, a year from now, five years from now, and, mm-hmm. and then thinking about those choices now. So, so, you know, what about when, you know, when you do have those moments and you do give in and you do like, you know, have something in an emotional time, because that's just what you felt like. And that's what you did. How would you recommend dealing with the emotions that maybe come after that? Maybe they come right away of just, Oh, really? That wasn't a great choice. And then we kind of beat ourselves up or the, like you said, open the door to, well, now that I've already thrown my diet out the window, I might as well do this, this, and this, and, you know, eat, you know, eat today. And then they'll start over tomorrow. What would you say to that woman who, you know, maybe 
struggles with, with that, like, ah, yeah, I keep just not making these healthy choices. And this feels like it's in a cycle. Those are all thoughts. Mm. Those are all thoughts. I'm stuck in a cycle. I keep making unhealthy choices and our body hears all that. So we just, Mm -hmm. then we perpetuate, you know, like, oh, well, if we keep making unhealthy choices, then that's what I'm going to do the rest of the day. And so I would offer to, um, you, we really need to take a step back and like remove all the judgment from it. I had a great conversation about judgment this morning. There's a place for judgment in our lives. We use judgment when we're driving in traffic. Would We need to remove it from food. Food is not good or bad. We are not good or bad based on what we eat or don't eat. You know, um, Food is one of the ways we can experience physical pleasure. And we've turned it into a punishment. I'm good. I'm bad. You know, I was good all morning so I can have be good, be bad tonight, or I was good all weekend. I can be bad on the weekend. And we, if, if we can just step back, release all of that mentality, the morality, the judgment, and just accept ourselves and say, okay, that wasn't the healthy choice that, you know, is in alignment with who I'm becoming. I can choose differently next time and just love yourself. Come at yourself from a place of love and abundance and not scarcity or, um, you know, negativity or, or, or self-hatred, I guess, you know. I love that. And one of the things I like to say too, and remember myself is that a healthy lifestyle includes planned indulgences. Now I don't include, I don't say planned indulgences are two seconds before it goes in your mouth as you're opening the chip bag and I'm okay. And now I'm planning to put this in my mouth. That's not what I mean by planned indulgence. But like you said, you're going to that birthday party and you want to celebrate, you know, the birthday. Yes. Have a piece of cake, but that doesn't mean you have to have everything on the smorgasbord, you know, if that's what you choose, or you're going to be going out to dinner with your husband, you know, have the dessert or the glass of wine or that creamy sauce on, you know, like, like almost like decide where do I want to have a a planned indulgence, you know, and like look for those opportunities and then just savor and enjoy them Mm -hmm. and know that this is maybe like 10% of my life. And, you know, and, but you, but you've planned for that and having that healthy place for it. And I would even offer when we step into this place of, um, of being able to check in with our emotions on a more regular basis and know why we're choosing what we're choosing, then we're not even thinking of planned indulgences. Mm. We don't even have to allow for that because then that indicates that we're still restricting in one place of our lives. And that I feel like that's not living elevated. For me, that's not living a lighter life. I want to live in a place of, is this something I want to put in my body right now? you know, or not and move on. Am I, am I doing this to numb out from an emotion that feels really uncomfortable? Yeah. Okay. Are you good? Then, you know, and that, so we don't have just like, no, I'm eating a cupcake or having the glass of wine or whatever, because I feel like shit right now. Oops. I said it again, <laughs> or, you know, like, yeah. Okay. You know what? I'm mad because this happened or somebody said this to me, does that matter? Am I going to let this affect me emotionally or, or what emotions I need to process? And then you're like, okay, I'm good. Let's go eat my salad or, you know, eat and choose that healthy choice. Then we're not even dealing with what we're thinking about, you know, and, you know, having to plan our indulgences. Mm. Is this going to be an indulgence if I eat this right now? Yes. It might get to numb out feelings. No, I'm just indulging. Okay. You know, and if we do that too much in a week or too much in a month, and then we feel uncomfortable in our clothes, we're like, hmm, 
maybe I need to rethink those indulgences when I, when I get to them. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's always just being mindful, right? What's the emotion that's coming up and then what's the best way to respond to this? What does my body truly need? I think it's always paying attention to if our body's saying that most of the time it's thirsty and we, you know, we mistakenly think that it's hunger. So we put food in our mouth first, you know, so really paying attention to, yeah. Am I stressed? Am I bored? Am I anxious? Am I upset? Am I whatever? And noticing those things and then responding appropriately with the right tools that our body needs to be able to deal with what, what it is that it has. So I love that. So many great practical tips. And, you know, this is something that because food and, you know, and how we take care of ourselves is from the day we're born, which, you know, obviously from day one, we didn't choose everything, but most of our life, we are choosing what goes in and on our body. And this is going to be something that's in front of us, you know, until the last day that we have. So if someone wants to, you know, learn a little bit more about your resources and, and, and how to work with you and what you have to offer, what, what do you, where, where can they go? Where can they find you? And what do you want to share about? Yeah, they can reach out to me um, on Facebook or um, send me an email. And I know all that, you know, you'll have for them. Um, they can get a free guide on how to do this, not even realize under look at the emotion, but understand the trigger behind it, because that really can help us deal with that emotion. Um, so that free guide is called, it's not about the cupcake and they can get that up. It's not about the cupcake.com. And my website is lighterlifecoach.com. Fantastic. We'll put those links in the resources in the, in the notes section of this. So that if you're listening and you're driving or doing something else, you can go back in and grab those. And I highly recommend go grab those resources because they are just tools that can really be helpful for you to, to really, you know, not continue to feel like you're always struggling, you know, in this area, but to really feel like you've got some resources to help you to, to make, you know, some informed and healthy decisions, which is always, like we said, going to impact what you do from here on out. Uh, And I will also put the link to my uh, goal achieve girls to be list. Um, So often I think we just do, do, do. And I think one of the things that's come out of our conversation is it's about who we're being and, and really going back to that mindset first and letting that mindset drive our choices and actions. Um, So I will put that down in the comments as well so that you can grab that and, and start thinking ahead about, you know, what it would be like to show up as you with your goal achieved today, right? Kind of that future self concept of what would she be telling you today and what would you, where would you put your focus and what choices would you make? So Thank you so much for being with us. I've been asking this question at the end of our interviews lately because there are seven areas that I like to talk about. And so I'm going to list those seven areas for you and for our listeners. And I would love to hear which of these seven areas um, would make the biggest difference for you if you really put some extra time and attention into that in this next year. So here are the seven areas, faith, family, friends, your field of work, finances, fitness, which is anything health related, nutrition included and fun. What would that one be for you? I want to say um, faith because Mm -hmm. I know that when I work on myself, I show up differently in the world. And as long as I'm continuing it, for me, that's a big faith is a big part of that. You know, it's about uh, becoming who showing up the way I want to be. I had a great conversation this morning. I was like we were talking about, um, and I know we're wrapping up. We were talking about people that have kind hearts mm-hmm. and does that, sh- just because we have a kind heart, does that mean it's okay to go around treating people? I mean, it was actually just very reflective for me. It was kind of a mirror for me. Like I have a really good heart. Is that showing up in my relationships? Is that showing up the way I 
think it needs to show up? Or am I saying, well, I have a really good heart, but I go around treating people really bad. That's not what that means. So the more work I do on myself, the better I can show up in the world. I love that. There's a scripture that says out of the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So you can always tell what's going on in the heart of someone by what comes out of their mouth, right? So that's such a great place to end on uh, because it does matter. And that will then have a ripple effect into all those other areas of our life as well. So thank you so much, Teresa, for being with us today, for sharing your journey, for sharing your insights, for sharing your resources. And if you're listening, Uh, And I'm guessing this probably applies to 99.9% of us that we struggle with this food issue in some way, shape or form, you know, to pause today and say, what do I want this area of my life to look like? And how can I start just taking one step uh, towards uh, that goal achieved girl that I, that I want to be. So make sure you grab those links and the resources. And until next time, keep living out your purpose and creating a life you love by design. And we'll see you soon. Thanks so much for listening today. It means the world to me that we could spend this time together. While it's top of mind, be sure to hit the follow button so you never miss an episode. And better yet, come join my free Goal Achieve Girls Live on Purpose Facebook community. Together, we'll discover how to shift the thoughts and habits that got you where you are to the ones who will take you where you want to be. Inside the group, you'll find coaching to become more balanced, resources to experience more growth, and lots of inspiration and accountability to design your life. Not to mention a great community of amazing women just like you wanting to live repurposed too. So click the link in the show notes to join us. If you enjoyed this episode or think it would add value for others in this stage of life, please leave a review right here on this platform because that helps to get seen and heard by more women like you. And I'd love to hear your thoughts on what we talked about today or what you'd like us to talk about in the future. So send questions, comments, or suggestions in a message to Lisa Figgins on any social platform. And until next time, remember... Start being that goal achieved girl now who lives her life by design.